1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we hit the midway point between the Scottish Cup drama and the return of the Premiership. International teams are starting to plan for next week as well with no place for Rio Hitati and Kyogo in the Japan squad. Nicholas Raskin hopes his off-field friendship with Todd Cantwell can benefit Rangers on the field and Stevie Clark says he's gone for loyalty and continuity in his latest Scotland squad. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have Simon Donnelly and Marvin Bartlett. Gordon, I'm going to take us somewhere into the Scottish Cup. Full Kirk Vier went to watch the game. What a fantastic advert that was for Scottish football. I know we're normally speaking about the big clubs or mm-hmm. the teams in the top leagues, but I thought it was absolutely brilliant. The atmosphere was, was fantastic as well. Two teams really going at it, both being believing they can win the game and obviously Full Kirk coming out on top. Now they have Inverness in the semi-final. You know, what a day that would be for both sets of fans and both teams will think they can get to the final now. You play Falkirk at the weekend as well. Obviously, that's why you were at yep, the game. That's yeah, that's why I was there. Ever the professional. But yeah, it's a great opportunity. The, the draw is served up. An incredible chance for, for Falkirk and Inverness to get to the final. Uh, I think everybody out with that would have been looking at a Rangers-Celtic final, but it's, it's a great chance for one of these small teams. I watched Inverness the other night as well against Coman. Mm-hmm. They deserve to win as well. So... Everything to play for. Come on then, give us a call 0141-951-1025. What is on your mind tonight? Maybe a bit more of a blank canvas because yes, the Scottish Cup games are starting to move further into that rear view mirror, even though you might not be over the Scottish Cup draw yet. Uh, very, very busy on the phones last night. If she didn't get through, uh, give us a call again. Uh, we'll try our best to get you on as you were trying to react to that semi-final uh, draw. There was a bit of discussion, a bit of debate about Steve Clark's Scotland side, but I know some of you prefer to keep that uh, until a bit closer to the time international week next week. So if there's anything else out there, something you've been waiting to get off your chest, this could be the chance to do it. 0141-951-1025. And don't forget, all this week... On Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're giving away tickets To the Glasgow International Comedy Festival And it's particularly poignant tonight Because we've actually got The two unfunniest pundits That we could think of uh, To mark the occasion the, the festival actually kicks off tonight And it runs until the 2nd of April And it's very simple All you need to do Is call up here Make a point to the panel About football Or whatever you like But try and keep it about football And you go into the hat for the tickets So it's a different show We're doing every night uh, tonight's is going to be to see Mark Steele at the garage in Glasgow on Wednesday the 29th And uh, perhaps this is even equally as exciting for you uh, We're going to throw in dinner for two uh, at Glasgow as well in the Merchant City So you get a bit of grub on us as well uh, You can f- enter via the website as well if you head to Clyde1.com But why not kill two birds with one stone as the saying goes You come on here, you put your point across to Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly Who are actually very funny, I'm just kidding uh, And you go into the hat for that pair of tickets uh, to the Comedy Festival as well 0141 951 1025 Speaking of comedy, I heard you got sent off at the weekend uh, Yeah I was worried about you, so Simon, you missed this it's you were ta- off. It's taken them five minutes to bring it up bring You yeah, were, you were off on your holidays last week some, Again? And what, what, I mean, have you ever heard the likes Some... Old boys Crocs Game of football in Dubai The the biggest stitch up I've (laughs) ever heard in my life Right, 80 minutes in the searing heat Absolute nonsense Um, Anyway He was away And Jim Duffy was here With Marvin Bartley They then went head to head In League 1 on the Saturday And I know they're both like They're both passionate men I was was worried But they, they kept it friendly 
But you directed your You must have directed your frustrations elsewhere You got sent off, you got sent packing Yeah I did at the end of the game Gordon You know I went to shake hands with the assistant referee As I always do and you know opposition players um, And the referee as well And I just said you know the Player using his shoulder isn't a handball um, It's a shocker of a decision And, and he decided to, to send me off the football pitch I think that's how we worded it I believe every word he says. He, show, he showed me the incident as well, and I think yeah. it's very hard. I yeah. think he's, the, the, the boy has used his shoulder. Uh, and you and Jim Duffy, did you get on okay after? Oh, brilliant. Jim, you Jim got me some tickets as well. I had some uh, friends and uh, Ailey coming to watch as well. Brilliant. Um, what a so guy. Big Jim sorted me out. He was ever the gentleman before and after the game, and I wish them all the best for the rest of the season. Yeah, the Clyde won Super Scoreboard Derby. <laughs> I loved it. There. And one, do you know what? It was like, um, you know that what, like a parent when you can't choose between your children? I yeah. was delighted to see it was a draw. I thought, good. I wasn't. I, don't know, I know you wouldn't, and neither would he have been yeah. either. But I thought, we don't need to pick sides here. They share the spoils, <laughs> and off they go. Anyway, 01419511025. We are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB. So get in touch, and don't forget, every caller who makes it on air goes into the hat for the tickets to the Glasgow International Comedy Festival as well. So please do pick up that. Phone and get in touch It's an interesting point in the week Simon Like we said Because we are, we're right in that That midpoint What a weekend it was In the Scottish Cup And Scottish football Never stands still We go straight back With a bang To a six game Saturday uh, In the Premiership I'm not sure We declare it The business end of the season yet As the as the phrase goes But we can't be far off it Can't be far off it uh, I covered the Celtic game At the weekend I thought Celtic were terrific uh, Watched Rangers uh, beat Wraith Rovers on the Sunday as well So it serves up for a two good semi-finals But it's back to uh, the bread and butter of the league at the weekend As you say, six fixtures With Rangers starting first this time You know, they'll be hoping to try and close that gap Before Celtic play Hibs at 3pm Yeah, you're always trying to narrow that gap as, as Simon said And, you know, Rangers playing first at this moment in time You're looking for small chinks in kind of Celtic's armour And then there's not many of them at this moment mm. So, you know, trying to play first And like you said, narrowing it down to six points <clears> Hopefully putting some pressure on Celtic But they're ever so much a machine, aren't they? And, and I feel for Hibs going there on, on Saturday, if I'm honest And you've even got just slightly in the distance International break coming up, Simon Which, with a through a club lens, if you like We can always debate the Scotland squad And who's in it and who's <clears> not uh, Were you surprised today to see that Hitati and Kyogo Have been overlooked for the Japan squad Given how good they've been? Yeah, I was to be honest And I know the manager came out and made a comment Whatever the translation was about our league But you know when you look Well when I've watched Celtic more often than not this season The levels those two have played at There's not much better in our league And to think that their compatriot Maeda went to the World Cup I think they're playing on the same level as him If not higher So it was a wee bit of a surprise From a Celtic point of view I don't think they'll be overly fussed, you know, mm-hmm. it's less games, mm. keeps them fresher. But in a personal point of view for the for the guys, I'd imagine they would be disappointed. Well, maybe there's one for you on the phone lines tonight. What do you make of that? Uh, uh, like Simon says, is that, are you bothered? Is, is that all right with you Celtic fans? Because you think, well, that's fine, just keep them fresh for us. Or do you think of the bigger picture and think, well, you know, this would boost their profile, it might even make them better players if they broaden their horizons. So let us know, 01419511025. We'll get to that in a bit more detail, I am sure. Um, let's hear from James, who's on the line. How are you, James? I'm good. I'm good, Gordon. Thank you very much. Good you? What's your point? Yeah, can't complain. Cannot complain at all. What's your point tonight? Oh, you can always complain. Um, <laughs> well, um, you know... 
Um, I'm just going on about the Scotland squad and Steve Clark having a. You know, I feel really he's having a go at Celtic. He's left. He's left a few players out. He's included uh, Callum McGregor. But you can never leave Callum McGregor out of any squad. But but he's left out players like you know uh, Taylor, Rawson. Um, I know Forrest has been injured. I know Turnbull's just back for injury. Well, he's not back then. He's getting not getting a game. But he's got players in that squad. He's got Patterson and he plays with Everton. And Everton isn't exactly setting the heather on fire down in, in, in England. And he he can he can hardly get a game for them. And yet he puts them in the squad. You know. So I think it's well I think it's Steve Clark's job as a professional as a professional manager to pick the best squad available. And he hasn't done that. I mean Nathan Patterson's been injured. And you you've sort of you've talked You've partly talked us out of some of those Celtic names, James, because you mentioned that you know they've not been playing. Who, who from Celtic that's not been called up do you think really should be in that squad? Well, I think Taylor should be in it for a start. Mm. You know, I, I think Taylor's, Taylor's playing out his skin now. <coughs> uh, he's playing great. I mean, and and, and uh, what's his name? Tierney's. He's hardly getting a game. He's only in uh, for cup games. Yeah, Arsenal. Yeah, there does seem to be an issue with. With Greg Taylor Because he specifically said Steve Clark He said It's a Celtic thing You know Sort of I'll let them explain So that sounds like He would have called Greg Taylor up Whether it's an injury Or whatever I don't know if Ange Postacoglu Can clear it up Over the coming days Um, And also I mean he's he's shown That he he likes Greg Taylor I don't think there's anything And he's shown He's called David Turnbull up loads David Turnbull Is playing next to no football now You know He was coming off the bench For a while But now Iwata Just seems to have Jumped him in that is that in that pecking yeah. order. Yeah. Um, I mean, fair enough. James points out well, Nathan Patterson's not played a lot, but but neither's Anthony Ralston until recently. Patterson's coming back, and again, look, Kieran Tierney might not be playing a lot of football. It's Kieran Tierney. Yeah, it, it, exactly. I think I think there's you know obviously he's addressed the Greg Taylor one, and if he hadn't done that, then there would have been an argument for it. But I think you know James has kind of covered his his own answers in terms of you know Turnbull's not playing. <laughs> Ralston, I think, played 11 games this season, um, not started for a while, obviously started the other day for the first time in a while. And Nathan Patterson actually played more football for Everton than Ralston's done for Celtic this season. So, you know, I can see why why he's doing it. Um, I think when Patterson was playing, he, he was doing really, really well before the injury. Obviously, Coleman's came back in now. Um, but he was good for Scotland as well, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, exactly. And and that's the, that's the thing. You know, I saw, actually saw Donald at the gym and he was speaking about Scotland and when he was playing and... A lot of people were saying, you know, why was he playing? But he never let Scotland down, you know, and that was his thing. He was, whenever I was chosen to play, I was doing extremely well. So, you know, Patterson has done well for Scotland and, and we know Steve Clark likes keeping the same sort of squad mm. together. Yeah, I mean, look, Greg Taylor seems to be a specific <coughs> reason. So yeah, I, mean, I think other than that, is, is there much in there in terms of Celtic omissions? Not, not really. As I said, or you pointed out there, Turnbull, Turnbull's not had a lot of game time. Uh, Ralston, I was at the game last week. I think when Ralston got his chance for Scotland... He was playing regular. His form was really good. I think he came in and scored for he Scotland. Did, yeah. but he's, 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 he's been out the picture through injury. Uh, Johnson's came in and mm-hmm. nailed that right back position down. James Forrest missed the, the final, wasn't even in the squad through injury. And the, I think the Taylor thing will come out in the wash. Uh, they missed a game last weekend. Maybe there's something there that they feel if he's not going to go away and play, he's better off staying at the club. We, we don't know. Uh, we aren't at liberty to... To find those details out at the moment, but yeah, it's, it's always there's always reasons for picking a picking a squad. As I say, Patterson, I was impressed with Patterson when he plays with Scotland, uh, and it's just one of these things. I don't think it's anything about not favouring the boys. I think there's different circumstances there that's dictated them 
not to pick them. Mm. Well, let's hear from Stevie Clark. It's a bit of a brief clip here, but you know th- there is a lot of familiarity with that squad, and maybe as, as James says, and I think the next caller's about to pick up on. There are guys who not um, not had as much game time recently. There's one or two in the squad that maybe I've been a little bit loyal to to bring them in and keep them involved in it, and I, I think that's important because the ones that I'm, I'm speaking about will be a big part of the Scotland squad moving forward. I hope so. It's just about getting the balance right and making sure that the boys that are here are fit and ready to go. You get that, Marvin? Does that make sense? There's certain days in your calendar you circle and know that people will have a, <clears throat> a bit of a winch, and, and yeah. Scotland squad selection day is one of them because you can always. You can almost foresee the arguments. Oh, he's not playing. Why is he still in the squad? Uh, you know, this guy's in, in good form. But if you, it's been abundantly clear for a long, long time now that Stevie Clark is trying to build something that is continuity and consistency. Now, whether that's right or wrong, he'll eventually be the one that has to pay the price if results aren't, aren't going well. But he's, it's so clear that he's not just going to chop and change. We should be used to it by now. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, he's he's spoken about building a mentality. It's almost like club football. So having the right sort of characters as well as the right sort of players. So, you know, maybe Patterson fits into that. I'm not saying that Ralston doesn't, but obviously, you know, if he fits into the group and the dynamics and stuff. And, you know, as fans, what we see is, you know, when a team are playing on a Saturday, whatever day they're playing, and we see that kind of end result, but we don't see the things that are going on in the background. And, I can tell you, you know, culture and, and having the right sort of professionals in and around your football club or your international team are so, so important. You know, not just this, how good they are as players. And, you know, Steve Clark, has, as I said, has spoken about that. I think that's why Scotland have done as well as they have because they have a real good group and a real strong core of players that, you know, really will go out there and work really hard for each other. Um, thank you to James. James, you're in the hat for the tickets to the Glasgow International Comedy Festival. So thanks for taking part in the show tonight. Roland... Uh, is on the line from Bridge of Weir. Uh, Roland, what's your thoughts for the guys tonight? Yeah, fun enough, I was just on the con- conversation you're having there about the Scotland squad. Mm-hmm. My, my worry is the amount of players in this squad that aren't playing regular football, never mind missing out the kind of decent Celtic players. There is quite a lot, if you look through it, especially midfielders and stuff, that aren't getting regular games. Do you not think this is going to be detrimental to, to the results going forward? I, I must admit, I... Totally get where Roland's coming from Just based on the comparisons to Previous Scotland squads If you like, right? Because it's the same guys as, as we know We've just spoken about that consistency <coughs> continuity But, as we touched on with some there Kieran Tierney's no longer playing football There was a time when he was playing all the time yeah. um, And he'd be a mainstay for Scotland I'm sure he still will be But he's not playing anymore Scott McTominay's not really featuring for Man United The way that he used to I don't think Ryan Christie's starting many games For Bournemouth mm, yeah. Billy Gilmore is playing next to no football So It's the same guys Which is fine But it's like their circumstances Have, have changed from some of the previous squads Hasn't it? Yeah but I mean Who do you replace these players with? Well, you know, that, yeah, Almost a... creating a problem Not coming up with a solution Kieran Tierney <clears> for me You know If he'd been but injured And then he becomes fit People want him in a squad Yes he's not played a lot of football for Scotland Yeah exactly long, isn't he? He, he has I mean, to It's not you know, a huge he, drama Exactly he really has to And at this moment in time He has Inchenko ahead of him At the team who's top of the Premier League So it just happens That he's not playing that much Again Scott McTominay's of that age And if he wants to build something Going forward He, he fits into that Billy Gilmore you know, we know what he can do. We've seen him, you know, put a, put a Scotland uh, shirt on, sorry, and, and be absolutely fantastic. You know, a ball playing centre midfielder. Ryan Christie, obviously, he trusts. Um, yes, he is at Bournemouth. He's not playing that much football. But, I mean, who do we replace these players mm. with? You know, Ryan Christie maybe is the only one that people can have an argument with because mm. Bournemouth aren't doing that well in the league, etc. But he's a fantastic player. And yeah. again, pulls on a Scotland squad and he's fantastic. What do you make of that, Roland? You know, what what, what is the solution then? 
you're you're absolutely right. A lot of these guys aren't playing, but is it enough for them to then not be part of the squad and be replaced by who? Uh, man, that's down to obviously Mr. Clark. I mean, that is a problem. Please, my friend. I mean, I'm an ex-footballer myself, maybe not to guys, but I know myself, even no matter what level you play at, to bring guys in who are not playing, it takes them a little bit of speed. If you've got a full midfielder, I mean, that full midfield, apart from probably Carl McGregor, none of them are playing regularly. That's a big ask when you're going to get, like, see your Spains or whatever you're playing, you know, to get them to a coherent level in, in a competitive match. You know, yeah. who they bring in, I don't know. I don't know what they do, but we need to get our top guys playing every week. That's, that's really yeah. what we need. You know? I think Roland is partly right, Simon, clearly, because it could be an issue, but John McGinn's playing regularly, Cal McGregor playing <coughs> regularly, yeah. Lewis Ferguson's in the squad playing regularly yeah. for, Bologna. For, for Bologna. Um, it's clearly not ideal, but there are also loads of examples of guys, aren't there, over the years who. Just because you're out of favour at your club doesn't mean you're then not good enough to play for your country. All you need to do is, and I'm stating the obvious here, is just be better than the other Scottish players in, yeah, in your and, position. And that, There's been loads of guys that have almost come out of cold storage <clears throat> and, and done really well at international football. That, that's what I think Marv's touching on there. Who, who, who's better? Who out there is better than the guys that are in the squad? It's not an ideal situation. Of course you want your players at the top of their game playing regular football, uh, but for circumstances like Tierney's, He's out of a, a, a top performing Arsenal team mm-hmm. Zinchenko's keeping him out Casemiro's keeping the likes of McTominay out of the Man United team It's difficult mm-hmm. uh, That doesn't but, then mean you're not good enough to play no, for No, and uh, even the Christie one there as well Christie hasn't, for me, hasn't let Scotland down He's had been some really good performances for Scotland So, tried and tested a wee bit, mm. yeah But it, it would be ideal if these guys were playing more regular They're not, so we have to just deal with it I don't think there's an automatic replacement of five, six, seven players of that level out there for us to just simply replace them. Uh, Europa, Lyndon Dykes, for instance, as well. He's not been playing a lot, but he's started to come back now, maybe at the right... I was going to say the right time, and then I saw that they get beat 6-1 yeah. against Blackpool <laughs> last night, but in, you know, in terms of game time. Yeah, he's been unwell. Um, so Lyndon's first game back was actually at the weekend, and he was only meant to play half a game, and I think he got through maybe 55 minutes or so. Um, and then again, he started yesterday. So he's just building his minutes back up. He's been out for probably f- five weeks or so um, with, with the illness. But he, f- he feels brilliant now. Again, it's just about match sharpness. But just speaking about players not being in the squad, you know, because not playing a lot of football. Remember B- Billy Gilmore coming in against England? Yeah. <laughs> and how much football had he played? And yeah. we saw his performance. You know, so it's just it's just one of those things. I understand it. If Steve Clark would love all of his players to be playing week in, week out, you know, 90 minutes. But it's, it's that's just not the case. And he has to pick the best team that he possibly Maybe can. Maybe they'll be nice and fresh. Yeah, exactly. Do you know who we need? I've just discovered, I didn't know this, that producer Ross must be the most optimistic glass half full guy in the world. He just buzzed in my ear and said, Lyndon Dykes got an assist last night. There you go. That, I wonder how that makes him feel in a 6 1 defeat. There you go. Done um, his job. Yeah, exactly. His bit's dry. It. It's all about the stats. <laughs> 01419511025. If you want to carry on that theme, you can do. What about uh, with slightly broadening our horizons then? Celtic fans, are you surprised? To see Hitati and Kyogo left out of the Japan squad Does it suit you? Because you'd actually selfishly rather they were just kept fresh Or The bigger picture Would you, would you rather them get that experience And build their profile and all that stuff Why not let us know right now And we'll get you on next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141 Clyde One Super Scoreboard
Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly are here at 01419511025. Every caller who makes it onto the show goes into the hat for some tickets to the Glasgow International Comedy Festival. We're doing it every night this week. It's a different show every night. Tonight it's Mark Steele at the garage, and you get dinner for two at Glasshoe chucked in there as well. So it could be incentive for you uh, to pick up the phone. Don't get me wrong, I'm sure you're all chomping at the bit, absolutely desperate beside yourselves actually to speak to Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly tonight. So please do get in touch. Um, Paul is a Celtic fan, he's from Cumbernauld. What is your point tonight, Paul? I've got a Japanese squad uh, Kyogo and Hadati missing Sorry mm-hmm. Ian, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mar- Marvin Simon and Gordon Sorry no, Let's Paul Honestly I always say this I, 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 And I said it last night And I'll repeat it Even I don't care how Simon and Marvin are doing Generally So just fire in <laughs> with your point Do not worry about being polite I genuinely mean that <laughs> I, I was going to say Martin A.K.A. Martin. <laughs> the big guy <laughs> No Hatati he runs he just keeps running a guy. How he can I get a, a game for Japan, I don't know. We said a World Cup squad until all was the fact. I think Kyogo was picked for it to get injured, didn't he? Uh, no, I mean, I think it was just Maeda that, that got the nod, certainly. Um, yeah, I, I envisage some Celtic fans would have opinions on this tonight when I saw this story earlier. So they have been left out of the international squad. Now, th- these are for friendlies against Colombia and Uruguay. Mm. And, and again, maybe what's even more interesting, it is a much changed squad from the World Cup. So the manager ha- has changed a lot. Dyson Maeda keeps his place. But Kyogo and Hatati have missed out, Simon, at a time when they're in blistering form in yeah. the Scottish Premiership you, yeah. I won't start this argument right now but for some people you're talking one and two in the player of the year race right but we'll yeah. deal with that in a couple of months time mm. um, maybe what's even more revealing was with the comments from the manager um, saying that we think about the level of the league and various other factors when making the decision yeah. so it's like right, okay is the Scottish Premiership not good enough for you? Fine if it's your opinion, but you've called it Maeda, who, who obviously plays here. So, yeah. what, what did you make of it? It's a wee bit confusing, I must admit. I mean, as I say, I cover most of the Celtic games. I think Kyogo has used, used the word blustering there in terms of his form. I think he gets better and better. I think the understanding with their midfield, I think Ange touched on it last week. There's games I watched where he's making the movement, passes weren't coming, but from playing the game myself, you, you learn. Uh, and get a relationship with players the more you play with them I think that's beginning to click I think Hitati is there's nobody better in the league at the moment for me uh, so that these two guys are really at the top mm. of their form now Maeda went to the World Cup ahead of them I thought he had a good World Cup scored a goal uh, typical Maeda worked his socks off harassing but these two can do that as well it's, it is a confusing one as I say I don't know Interesting to, to hear Paul's opinion on it. I don't think Celtic fans will be overly concerned in terms of extra games, extra mm-hmm. travel at this important stage of the season. But again, speaking from a, an ex footballer and your own personal, you do want to try and get as high as you mm-hmm. can. You want to get into your country's squad. So it is a confusing one. What do you think, Paul, then, to Simon's question? Are you. Are you selfish? You're allowed to be. Are you selfish and think, well, do you know what? Not bothered. This means they'll be rested up for Celtic. Or do you acknowledge that to boost their profile, dare I say it, uh, to get a bigger transfer fee at some point down the line? Or to make them better players, they, you know, might be beneficial to go and be part of international football? Well, Maida, 
it's a good player, good, good energy. Thanks, can I say, you know, pass, a final shot to go, isn't he? Brilliant. Kyogo has seems to be fantastic. But Hatati, he's all out of the park. He played him at right back, left back. You put him anywhere. And they pay you 100%. So they must have somebody watching the Scottish game if uh, Dyson Maeda's getting picked for the squad. So why no Kyogo and why no Hatati? Yeah, I, I agree with what Paul's saying there and, and I'm as confused as Simon. Um, if the translation's correct, I, I find it disrespectful to the league, if I'm honest. Um, if you want to leave players out of your international squad, then leave them out. Uh, I don't think you need to make a slight on on the league. Uh, the one worry for me, as Simon said, though, and you are a footballer and personally, you know, you want to play at the highest possible level. Do these two now look at it and think, well, for me to play for my national team, do I have to go elsewhere? Which would be a great shame for the Scottish game. And an even bigger shame for Celtic Football Club because they're two fantastic players who, for me, are playing in the Champions League and they're beating what's in front of them, which is all they can do. So, you know, I hope that's not the case. As you said, you know, Maeda is playing. I know he's a different profile to Kyogo and he actually plays up front for, for Japan as well. But how these two aren't in the squad, um, you know, doesn't make much sense mm. to me. I mean, it's different. You come at this from different places, Simon, because you... <clears throat> You, you've got your, your Celtic hat on if you like But you have also played the game And, and played internationally So which, which part of you is secretly happy That they can stay and be wrapped in cotton wool And, and won't have to travel The part with the Celtic hat on But, but the X-Pro big games coming still... The X-Pro Listen I, I wanted to play for Scotland I was fortunate enough to do it a few times Because do you acknowledge that You know like I said I, Before anyone gets all upset I'm not trying to sell Rio Hitati right now Obviously <clears> but it's it's just it's just modern football At some point Celtic may look for that If you're an international footballer well, Does it raise what, your profile? To sell them? Just, just generally or as I don't think they'll look to sell them But I think no, if, they, if they keep at it At some point form, I'm talking about If Hitati keeps improving At the rate he's improving And Marvin's talking about the danger That the players then think well, What's what's happening here? Do I need to go elsewhere To get international recognition? Yeah, well, at this stage I think Hitati's a, a wee bit younger than Kyogo Kyogo's Sure. Yeah, yeah. 28 and, and, Maybe and at the weekend the watching Kyogo scoring the goals and his relationship yes there's no guarantee somebody could come in and offer him the world somewhere else in terms of financially but I think he's very happy where he is Hattati uh, is a wee bit different I think if, if he keeps playing the way he is eventually it'll be difficult for Celtic mm. to keep a hold of him because he is he's, he's getting better and better mm-hmm. it's maybe a wee bit premature for you for them to think Oh I'm not in this uh, sure. Squad You know I, I'm not happy I don't think that's the case mm. I don't think but, they'll be unhappy son But if you're in the Kind of form of your life And you think You know that national squad's coming out For me Those two players Have to be thinking I'm going to be in it The I, form I, that I they're in so. Is breathtaking yeah. So you know For the managers to turn around And say that If I manage I'll 26 be... Listen 26 goals It doesn't matter I'm not Before headlines I'm not comparing them To Henrik Larson But yeah. this gets thrown at Henrik When he was I can only do it here He can only it's still 26 exactly. goals The calibre of the goals The movement I watch him every week Yeah, but There's no doubt He could he could, pl- he could play in that Japan squad. Of course he could It's almost you know. like If they were down in England Playing at a Bournemouth For example Not being disrespectful to them Third from bottom in the league <clears throat> Oh it's okay You're playing in the Premier League <clears throat> And you've got five goals It doesn't yeah. make any sense to me no, Players no. are in form Are in form What do you think Paul is, is there a You think the players Will just what, what more can they do I guess Take take that in the chin Try and, and get in the next one You don't think It will put them off too much I don't think so. Um, my point of view and all is, the Gear League, I don't know anything about it. Is that a, a far superior league to the one we're playing in just now? I don't know anything about Japanese football. That, that would be the thing Simon, um, Simon and Marvin We obviously love the Scottish football And try and talk it up. I don't think we're deluded. I think we know, like, sort of, at least roughly where the level is. But 
There are players in that Japan squad who play in the J League, which I can't imagine is vastly mm-hmm. superior to the Scottish Premiership, whilst yeah. acknowledging I'm not an expert. Yeah. I think there are players in there playing in Germany's second tier. There's players in there, um, sort of lower league clubs and um, lower down the, the division in France. There are players in there who are playing in Austria's top league. And it's not, I guess it's the Premiership in Scotland, that's one thing, but those two are getting Champions League experience as well, which which other yep. members of the squad won't have. Exactly, and you know, that, that's what doesn't make sense to me. They are playing the Champions League, they're, they're top of the league, they're doing everything they possibly can. You know, like you say, people are playing the Austrian League or, you know, the, the second division in, in Germany. Those teams don't beat Celtic, no chance about it. So I just, I, I really don't get it. And as I said, you know, if that translation is correct, then I think it's extremely disappointing from an international manager. And to be fair, Simon, like we said, before we have to start defending our, our level, picked Maeda anyway. So yeah. it, it, I don't know if we even really need <clears> to, that, go, that's the bit, to go that far. That is the bit. I mean, Maeda, I think Maeda's form since the World Cup has been fantastic. Uh, I, would, I would argue the other two are better players but Hattati's obviously a midfielder mm. but Kyogo for me is the number one striker at Celtic uh, I know Maeda can play on the side he has a really good team player maybe that's what they, they, they see as a a member of the squad for Japan I don't know can only speculate but they're for, friendlies leave, as well these are friendlies yeah experimenting oh, and, and I looked at the strikers that have been picked out with him he's got 26 goals I think the next guy was 10, 11, 12 <laughs> mm. you know so it doesn't matter what league you're, if you're doing it. Well, that's what I was going to say because then you start coming up with this impossible comparison, right? Even if you do think the Scottish Premiership is weak, fine, and, and let you have it. What does twenty six goals equate to in a, a so called strong <laughs> league? Do you need more than four or five? Yeah. You know, to but you look <laughs> at his movement and stuff, Gordon. It's not just you know. Listen, if he's scoring his goals and doing absolutely nothing, and you know, Celtic were just steamrolling teams yeah, and he's have good. His and, movement's and fantastic. He's fin- he's exactly. The, you do the, that the at any level. Yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. He's making a movement at any level and he's getting away from defenders at any level because he's that good. His movement's that good. Atate's the same. A fantastic all round midfielder. Like, I'm, not, I'm not being funny, but it's actually getting me angry. Let's support Celtic. <laughs> so. Are you so angry? Yeah, I know. I'm going to calm down. <laughs> I saw you in your ref kit. That's what it is, Gordon. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Paul, ultimately, then short term, big games coming up. Just keep them fresh from a club perspective. Is that the way you're looking at it? Yes. One word. One word. I guess yep. I asked for that. <laughs> nice closed question. So that I asked for it um, because that that is it. You look at the the run into the league, and there's a certain Scottish Cup semi final mm-hmm. coming up. In case people hadn't noticed. Yeah, exactly. If you're the manager of, of them, you know, first and foremost, Andrew will be disappointed for them because there's no doubt about it. He wants his players to play international football because they deserve it. You know, that kind of personal pride for them. But secondly, he will be like, yeah. listen, we keep you fresh. Um, listen, let's. Hit the rest of this league. Let's win the league, and let's win every you know trophy that we possibly can. Be interesting to hear his comments if he's mm-hmm. closed on it. Yeah, interesting to see um, his, hear his view. Well, based on your own experience, right? For, forget all that stuff. Even <clears> though I was talking about you know like profile or, or whatever. Did you find did you, does international football make you a better player? Can they be better players for Celtic if they get international football? I think so. Aye, who are they playing Colombia and Uruguay? Yeah. Maybe I, should, I should two, mean two, generally. Yeah. In general, I think so. I think the whole experience. So that's where it's a tough balance then for fans, isn't it? Because we've said it, it is obvious. I'm thinking about think... it there. So me, if I'm the player, I want to go and play with Japan. I think Ange will say he wants them to go and play with Japan. But secretly, being a coach myself once, mm-hmm. I think I'd be quite happy that the boys aren't travelling mm-hmm. and playing games. Even if, as you just said, you're of the belief that international yeah. football makes them better. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think from a, a selfish point of view and a thinking about his club. Yeah. 
maybe it's a boost it, it, as well, it, isn't it? Is that a short term versus long term thing? Then is that maybe what it is? Yeah, yeah, it will be um, because, like you said, as a coach, you definitely want to keep those players fit. You don't want them traveling halfway around the world and potentially getting injured, etc. You can control their training loads during the international break, give them some, you know, well needed probably time off. But I think there's also that that personal thing of giving them a boost, you know, because they'll come back absolutely delighted, you know, playing for their country, etc. You know, getting minutes on the pitch. You look at Moy, look at Moy and mm-hmm. Mayera that came back from the World Cup. Yeah, you know, the teams did well at the World Cup, so maybe if they hadn't did so well, they wouldn't have come back in that kind of mm-hmm. Moy get more uh, minutes. They've been. He's been a different player yep. on the back of that Australia experience. So, the, so, the, the, that, so there, I know I'm contradicting myself a You could see that yeah. going to the World Cup with Japan was, was one the of the Cup. best things that happened to Dyson Maida in a Celtic shot. It was the World Cup, it was the World Cup finals. Mm-hmm. These are two. Where are the games? Now, that I am not entirely sure, but they are. Um, well, you, we mentioned the opponents, didn't we? It was Colombia and Uruguay. I can't actually remember where they are. I must in admit. Australia and Japan. Did really well at the World Cup. The feel-good factor, the yeah. buzz the players must have got off the back of that. Mm-hmm. It's been evident for Celtic. Mm. It's been a reward for Celtic with those two players in particular. Thank you, Paul. He goes into the hat, by the way, for the Comedy Festival tickets, just like everyone else who makes a point to the panel tonight. So this would be the perfect opportunity to do so. I mean, you can call at any time of the night, but we're going to get some travel news, so it might be an idea for you to use that time to pick up the phone, and we'll try our very best to get you on next. 0141-951-1025. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly are here It's 01419511025 That is the number you need You can tweet us as well And I keep mentioning it Because it's worthwhile Every caller who comes on air Tonight and every night this week Into the hat for a pair of tickets To a show at the Comedy Festival It kicks off tonight actually So if anyone's going Have a good night It runs till the 2nd of April Tonight we're giving away tickets To Mark Steele at the Garage um, on Wednesday the 29th Two weeks today And we'll chuck in dinner for you as well Brian goes into the hat Because he's about to join us Brian, what's your point tonight? Yes, yeah, regarding the, the debate on uh, Japanese players mm-hmm. Play for Celtic Not getting into a Japanese team uh, I'm sick to the producer This pains me uh, I'm, I'm a Rangers fan Long standing Been supporting the club For over 50 years uh, I've seen Scottish football for the last 50 years So I think uh, I know How good the level is Of the game And I know you don't want to hear this But the level below range in the Celtic For me is the worst I've ever seen As I said it pains me To say it because uh, I would like my club to be playing In a stronger league But that's where we are At the moment uh, the, the two Japanese players are No doubt they're good players but uh, the Japanese manager has been criticised because he hasn't picked him. Obviously, he believes they're not playing at a high enough level. I know you're saying that Japanese players are playing the second tier in Germany and also are playing the J-League in Japan. Uh, I think the problem here at this moment in time is the perception of this particular selling side in the media and obviously... Uh, Coglu as well uh, He's in front of my club No doubt about it They're the best side in this country But they are Putting a huge pedestal Which I don't think they deserve And I'm talking beyond these shores That's where 
you're, you're really tested. Celtic are running all over the top of the clubs in this country. They're definitely the best team in the country. Can't say otherwise. But I think the level in this league is, as I said, the worst I've ever seen. Uh, I think the main contradiction, though, is sort of why. Why does that not apply to Dyes and Maeda, Brian? That's I think you're perfectly valid. You can the gap is big. You can you're allowed to criticise the other teams if you want. But if the league's strong enough that Dyes and Maeda makes it, why is it not strong enough that the other two? I think that's the main thing people are pointing out. The contradiction. Right, I think it's what the, I think it's the, the game that said uh, Maeda and Dyes are plays. I think it's the game he plays. I think his work rate is incredible, and I think he puts pressure. On other players on the ball And I think that must help the team It certainly helps Celtic when he's playing So I can only think yeah. That he Because of the way that the Japanese team play he, he He's An integral part yeah. of that Oh fair what, what do you think Brian says It's the worst level out with The top two that he's ever seen I think Well He's entitled to his opinion I think it's quite strong But I'm And backing him up there I look at the gap On the, the league mm. You know From Celtic to third place, thirty four points. You know, it's a big, it's a big gap. Uh, is that because Rangers and Celtic are strong, or the rest are particularly bad? Though that's that's that for me well, somebody, is always the difficulty. Somebody that, texted me the other Brian, day. I'm not saying Brian's right or wrong, by the way. <coughs> yeah, but it's always the difficulty the when you talk about gaps. He thought it was the strongest Celtic squad he'd, he'd seen in his his time, and I don't know. I would maybe argue that with different squads. Martin O'Neill's squad over the years, it's all different eras. Uh, you know, for the reason for Hitati and Kyogo not to be considered because of that, I think, I think these guys, listen, Brian's right. Celtic have to, Celtic and Rangers have to go out and and do better. Rangers obviously got to the final of the Europa League, but Celtic have to go out and do better in Europe. You know, and and gain some more reputation out there. And and people out with their league do look down their nose. I experienced it when I went to England myself. They do look down their nose and think, well, we're Celtic and Rangers, so. Mm-hmm. It's hard to argue sometimes unless you can go and do well in Europe. What about Barisic though playing for Croatia? They rank seventh or eighth in, in the world. So, mm. you know, the seventh best team in the world and, and it's, the Scottish League's good enough for, for their manager to pick him. And, and if he's in good form, rightly so. I Listen, I, I get it. I, I get you saying that the rest of the, the league isn't that strong, etc. Um, I don't know how many points Arsenal are ahead of the, the team in third in their league, but it's probably about 15 or 16 yeah, points point. as well. Yep. So, you know, it's easy for us to batter our game and say this, that and the other. But if, you, if your team are playing well and you're doing what you need to be doing, then you should be called up for your national team. It's not about yeah. the rest of the team. He's not playing for back, a Ross County or something. The, you go back to the levels. And I said at the start of the show, I don't think there's anybody at a higher level than Kyogo and mm-hmm. Hitati in this league. Now, Maeda, yes, Brian, and I made the point as well, the manager of Japan obviously sees something in Maeda. He's a different type of player. He doesn't really have a, a trick as a, as a wide player. He presses, he puts pressure, as Brian says, on opponents. Very, very effective. But I think the mm. other two are better players, quality-wise. And I think they also work their socks off. I know Maeda does, but these two, I watch them every mm. week. They don't stop. So it's... It is, it's confusing. Mm. What do you think, Brian? What is it that makes you think that the... The other clubs' level has dropped, and not just that Celtic and Rangers are getting stronger with Champions League runs and Europa League runs, and, and the more money. How can we ever be sure? But I want to make this very clear: I'm not saying you're wrong. I just always find it difficult to know because, it, like I say, how, what is it that makes you think that the rest have dropped rather than those two have stretched? Well, you know the game's changed. 
right, the game is even more possession based. And the most important thing when you're playing at any level is to defend well. Well, none of the teams below Rangers and Celtic can keep the ball at all and none of them can defend properly. And I think Rangers and Celtic caught up a malaise. Uh, It's a a difficult one. I mean, the, the finances in the game have also changed and our league is definitely not... Uh, finance properly uh, I think my club When the Sky deal came in My club uh, Rangers Stated That it was a Poor poor deal uh, And If you look at it In a sort of Percentage base Compared to, to England uh, We're getting a short shrift We really are uh, And if it hadn't been For Rangers Celtic there wouldn't be anything coming it's a, It pains me I'm not on here to criticise I'm just on You're here allowed to, to criticise You're absolutely allowed to criticise But here, here's the thing though Brian And this is not This isn't Rangers or Celtic's fault It's not a criticism But if more money in general Got thrown at this league it wouldn't close the gap would it? Because it would all just stay relative You know Celtic and Rangers would then just have The same percentage more than than they have over the other teams at the moment And let me repeat That is not their fault That's absolutely fine But that wouldn't close the gap as such Would it? It would maybe make everybody richer overall But the gap would be the same, no? I understand what you're saying there uh, But it, it would surely make the other teams better it, it's a, I mean, I, I've said to a lot of my friends um, Rangers and Celtic fans That uh, you will learn nothing Playing in that league you will learn absolutely nothing. It certainly won't prepare you to play, you know, beyond these shores. And that, and that's the other thing, the other really, really frustrating thing is you seem to put this Celtic side in a kind of special base and, and they're not. They're not. Brian, I feel like at the core of your point is you want us to just admit that Celtic aren't as good as people are making out. I, I don't know what that means. I don't know. I, I don't know what pedestal you think. I don't know how we... We qualify that um, But if, if that's What we want to keep Coming back to Fine Marvin What did you make of This is now not even a place Where we can develop Players anymore Yeah that, That's really confusing Because you see people Like John McGinn You see Nathan Patterson Who left Rangers And has done well At Everton You see Kieran Tierney Obviously he's out of the, of the team At this moment in time At Arsenal But it was linked With Real Madrid Only this time last year You know To say that this league Doesn't develop players Van Dyke, Like There's so many You know There's so many players That have came up here And done well And, and gone wherever They've gone to To, to perform really really well so I think I, I get what Brian's trying to say but I, I disagree with some of the points but listen again he's on to have his opinion and you know that that is what it is kind of thing I mean even still two or three went to Serie A I was going to say and Juranovic has gone <clears throat> to the, the top end of, of the Bundesliga yeah. so I'm not I think Brian was he had my interest for sure at the start because I think there are, there are question marks here about the gap between the big two and the rest but that's football. But, but, it, that, that's but, what happens. Look no, at Bayern like Munich. Said, Look said, at the gap they've had between teams. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's just what happens at I'm times. Not, I'm not entirely sure if this league doesn't prepare you to go on and play elsewhere. I don't know if that stands up to scrutiny when you can sort of rhyme off. There's so many players. Other names. That's that's yeah. That's that's not true at all. Um, it was all going so well for Brian until then as well. Well, agree to disagree, Brian. Yeah. But you've given us a lot to chew over, and you're getting the hat for the tickets to the international comedy festival as well. And. It, I think the difficulty with this, right, because very quickly you go from why is Rio Hatati and Kyogo not in the Japan squad to the strength of the Scottish Premiership is X, Y or Z and then it's 
Ah but it's because of TV deals No it's because of grassroots football No it's because of And all of a sudden it's like Whoa the scatter gun is just majorly out And we're looking for that sort of Silver bullet that clearly doesn't exist But we keep trying no less well, exactly all you can do is try Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football This will cheer you up Beat the Pundit time Let's see how Marvin Bartley Or Simon Donnelly <coughs> Fare against you tonight 0141 951 1025 The lines close at 7 So if you fancy taking them on Give us a call quickly Tackle the headlines 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Simon Donnelly and Marvin Bartley are here It's 01419511025 uh, We'd love for you to get in touch tonight So pick up the phone, let us know what you're thinking And it can be about whatever you want Obviously we've had a bit of discussion there We've got a very A sort of A lively debate about two players who are not in the Japan squad You know, football's different these <laughs> days, isn't it? Um, but you can understand people wanting to Praise Kyogo, Hitati Wonder why they're not in the squad What that then leads to is uh, you know, criticisms or question marks about the level of the league, and is there a contradiction there because Maeda's in it, and so on. Uh, we had a bit of discussion about the Scotland squad in there as well. So, if you want to elaborate on any of that, please do. And if you want to change the topic completely, it's the same number: zero one four one nine five one one zero two five. And don't forget, all you need to do is come on air, make a point to the panel, and you're in the hat for a pair of tickets to the Glasgow International Comedy Festival as well. So let's do this before we go any further. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Do you know what I love about Beat the Pundit is it clearly captures the imagination because both of you two bounced into the studio tonight <laughs> to brag that you would have won the tiebreaker last night yeah, because yeah. you were both listening, you were both taking part at home and less you would pressure. have won. You would have won the tiebreaker. Yeah, a lot less pressure. <laughs> Sitting there watching the TV and having that on in the background. I'm going to do me a <clears> favour and don't give me the same headache we had last night. <laughs> in case you didn't hear it, we went to a tiebreaker which is... I'm sure you've heard it before It's like a, a closest two if you like It's always some ridiculous number And Mark Wilson and the contestant Both said the same number Which was a nightmare it Means we had to get another question So hopefully a bit more straightforward uh, Tonight on Beat the Pundit Ryan is in Falkirk How's it going Ryan? Yeah well good mate how you doing? Yeah not bad Who would you rather play out of these two? Eh hey, Marvin Wow Definitely. Big shout Definitely as well <laughs> Yeah he's, um, he's not What's he trying to say Exactly <laughs> Team Who do you support Ryan? Uh, Rangers Oh okay I thought you'd say full card. Ah, I thought you'd be on a buzz Exactly <laughs> That's what I thought it was going to be He's going to be hurling abuse at you At the weekend There's <laughs> yeah. that game It's mm, our place oh, It's your place Don't want to mess with our ultras Oh I can imagine Dumfries is a wild place to be um, Right let's toss the coin If it's heads it will be Simon Donnelly if it's tails, it will be the battle uh, that Ryan wants. The only thing Ryan maybe hasn't listened to this in a while because if he loses to Marvin, he's in for a world of pain. Because <laughs> <laughs> Marvin will be not taking that well, and it is tails as well. It's Marvin against Ryan. There you are, Ryan. You got your wish. Oh, I'm buzzing, mate. Can't wait. Good luck, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of this guy. Uh, let's give uh, Marvin some Clyde Two to listen to, and I'll set the clock up, Ryan. It's pretty straightforward. Just answer as many as you can. And if you want to pass and move on That's fine by me, okay? Perfect, mate, cheers Let's go, 30 seconds on the clock Your time starts now Who did Rangers play in last season's Scottish Cup final? Hearts How many Celtic players were named in the Japan squad today? One Who scored a hat-trick for Hibs against Aberdeen earlier this season? Kevin Nisbet Who's got more Scotland caps, Scott McKenna or Scott McTominay? 
Uh, McKenna Which current Scottish Championship team Has Joel Nubley played for? Uh, yeah. Which team did Erling Haaland Score five against last night? How many Scottish clubs Has Kenny McLean played for? Two Which SPFL side Play their home games At the Balmoral Stadium? Uh, Peterhead Okay Let's bring back Marvin You ready? Yeah He was quick Tell you that much Was he right though? That's, that you'll have to to wait and find out, won't you? <sighs> Let's go. When was the last time you played? I feel like you've not maybe was it was Dougie, Dougie Emery? Was that the last one? Yeah, no, nah, I beat someone else from Dougie the Emery. same oh, from of the woods. So you did. Yeah, because I got them both for my mantelpiece now. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? Yeah, Brian's right, gonna add to it. it. Let's go. Who did Rangers play in last season's Scottish Cup final? Hearts. How many Celtic players were named in the Japan squad today? One. Who scored a hat trick for Hibs against Aberdeen earlier this season? Nisbet Who's got more Scotland caps Scott McKenna or Scott McTominay McTominay Which current Scottish Championship team Has Joel Nubley played for Ah bro Which team did Erling Haaland Score five against last night Leipzig How many Scottish clubs Has Kenny McLean played for Three Which SPFL side Play their home games At the Balmoral Stadium Pass No give me one more Because No wait I want one more Do you know why Because when when you said About the Japan squad You went Which wasted about three seconds (laughs) No, I want another question. I, we can play that back on the podcast. I don't honestly have the words to explain how little chance there is of you getting an extra question what? for that. You think You're the I, boss. You think I exhaled for three seconds? Three se- no, you went... <laughs> what is a horse in the studio, man? Do I get another question? No. no. Wow. wow. Since producer Callum's left as well, I see you've gone from a 2p to a 50p. Yeah, I've gone off the yeah, yeah. Someone, someone gave it to Roger Hanna in the pub. Oh really? Yeah, I bet they gave him a pound it. and he spent 50p and bought that one. <laughs> That's what gift. he's done. And apparently the person who gave him it has been at home counting how often it's been hit and how often it's been taken. <laughs> so we've got some stats. Hugh Keevans mm. gave it to him, perfect. Yeah, exactly. Well, what we've learned tonight is that Marvin Bartley has got no concept of time, which is something that we, we knew already. So well, I'm, th- I'm going to get that, my stopwatch out tomorrow. If you think that was three seconds... I'm, I'm well, like, yeah. do you know what? But if you start the next mm-hmm. question, then I get it. So even yeah. if it's one second, it's one second too much, yeah. Gordon. I can just imagine. I can just imagine you said that was 15 minutes. Well, actually, <laughs> I think you'll find it was three, Marvin. I did. A fantastic I start. Uh, right. Let's ro- find out Ryan's feeling on it. Ryan, what do you think? You done enough? I, I, was, I think it's quite tight, if I'm honest with you, but yeah. I don't know. Similar, yeah, right? Yeah. You both knew that Hearts were. The runners up in the Scottish Cup You both knew that there was one Japan player in the squad um, Mr Hibbs over there Aberdeen, not Motherwell It was Josh Campbell Ooh. Not Kevin Nisbet You both said Kevin Nisbet Remember El Sacchio yeah. they were calling the yeah. game okay. That's ridiculous Marvin It is indeed uh, Who's got more Scotland caps, Scott McKenna or Scott McTominay It is McTominay Tommy Ryan, I'm afraid to tell you, he went McKenna. Uh, there's tw- what is a nine or so in it? Yeah, um, it, eight. Got it wrong. It. Um, this was the one I huffed at. Actually, it wasn't the Japan one. It was the fact that Joel Nubley, you were the Livy assistant when you loaned him out to our broth. But you still went. <laughs> you could barely get it wrong. You managed to get it, so you stretched his lead to two. Hang on, did Ryan get that one right? No, he didn't. Okay, he said air. Lucky Ryan. <laughs> you b- it's all over <laughs> Both knew Leipzig Yeah And He's Still two behind <laughs> Name me Kenny McLean's Professional clubs What do you mean? Aberdeen You said three So I'm just curious St Mirren St yeah I just want to prove That you guessed And What professional clubs In Scotland it is mm. 
And the third one, obviously, on New York. Exactly. A complete guess. And so, I was I right or wrong? You were right, unbelievably, because he, he had a loan spell or both. I mean, wow. what, did I Ryan not know that? that? <laughs> did not. Football knowledge, zero, Ryan. Oh, I wouldn't have known that. I must admit. No chance. One, two, three, four, five, six for Marvin. And Doesn't matter what Ryan got. Three, I think. Was it a three? Oh, that's not bad, to uh, be fair. None of you got Cove Rangers play at the Balmoral Stadium. Oh, so six, three still. Give it to Ryan, six, four. I'm Hard lines, Ryan. Ryan. Ah, cheers, mate. I appreciate it. I'm still waiting for my, my sign ball last year, by the way. But I'll wait again. <laughs> Hold on. Don't worry. You've won before. Aye. Against Simon. Against who? That was against Diel, so it doesn't really count. Against Gordon Diel. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't. Get, they genuinely, do you not have your sign ball? No, I genuinely haven't. Producer Callum's disappeared and left a backlog. We need to send Ryan a ball. That's unfair. Speak to the producers and try and get that sorted out. Yeah, Ryan, I'm gonna sort that out great, for you, mate. It? It's not great. Uh, Ryan, what about your team at the moment? Then you say you're a you're a Rangers fan. Are you what are you thinking about that Scottish Cup draw the other night? Oh, obviously, Celtic are the team to beat nowadays. They're unbelievable. I, I'm, I'm, I hate to admit it, obviously, but they've got so many good players. Obviously, we've got Pulisic joined, but hopefully, we can mm. kick on next season. But we'll see. It's a hard task, obviously, but. Um, obviously my home team Falkirk um, Obviously they've got Inverness So hopefully they can go to the final And hopefully beat Celtic If they make it But hopefully we'll arrange, Hopefully we'll arrange Falkirk final What's the, Is the aim going to be For this next few weeks Sort of I mean you have to meet Celtic again in the league anyway But playing yourself Into form Almost learning from the mistakes That happened in the League Cup final Is that Is that the way you see it Is, it, is there scope there to, to bridge the gap That we saw on that day Aye, so obviously I think myself included I didn't like the team selection From the off Obviously Kamara and Lundstrom are in But obviously I, Definitely Jack And Cantwell will come in We're asking um, Hopefully that will kick them on A bit more energy in the middle And I can see that It could be a more battle in midfield But Hopefully they get it But obviously Celtic midfield 3 is unbelievable They've all got legs Lots of possession So yeah It'll be a good game anyway But just keep us Keep the momentum up And then hopefully we'll Crack on for there. Yeah, it was interesting, Simon. The draw. Let's be honest. It's if you want to start a conspiracy theory, it should be that these teams always get drawn in the semi-final rather than the old one that they get kept <laughs> apart till the final because it doesn't really happen. And um, here we go, semi-final again, just like last season. Yeah, just like last season. And I think, with no disrespect to the other teams, it's the winner takes the cup for me. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really struggling with this because I like. It's in my bones to want to stick up for wee teams at all times. Mm. And I want to give them the respect and the credit they deserve between now and then, and we should and we will. And we'll, we'll, we'll kind of try. But if we, well, I was involved in one with Wraith Rovers before somebody calls oh, in, so you know it, anything can happen. But I don't see. I think the winner will come from Celtic Rangers. You know, I have no doubt. Just tough, Marvin, because we've we'll put it this way. Even though we were talking about Japan, we suddenly went into this. A conversation about how you know no team in the Premiership can get near Celtic or Rangers, and now we're going to perhaps ask a, a Championship or a League One side to do so. It is possible. That's the bit you hang on to. Yeah, um, it's possible, um, but it's very, very unlikely. But listen, it, it would be a fantastic day, regardless for whoever gets you know to the final. One thing I want to say, to you say, Gordon, do you think the players at Falkirk and Inverness want to draw either Celtic or Rangers, or do you think no. they would have preferred? I was just really. To say that. I, th- I think they'll be happy with the draw because. They've a chance of going to a final. I know, but do you not look at it and think, "Wow, we could get knocked out at this stage by Falkirk or by Inverness," and you oh, missed out? I'm do you know what I mean? Getting to the semis? Mm. No, do you not think? I think John McGlynn said, mean? "Did he not?" In, in terms of, if I'm a player, say I'm at Falkirk, Falkirk and I'm watching Inverness. that, I'm thinking, "Right, Celtic or Rangers, perfect at Hamden," and you draw Inverness, and you think, "Imagine we get to the semis and get beat by 
Inverness or Inverness players thinking the same thing. No, Imagine I getting think, him. I think, do you th- you... I think they're thinking the opposite. I'm yeah. confused about this because fancy their chances against each other. Yeah, you're yeah. generally the most positive, one of the most positive. No, but I just think got. I just think this goes against everything you've built up. You know? No, but I think that's just one of those things that <laughs> and, oh, you I look at and hope to draw one of somebody, those two who, and who play. Somebody get uh, interviewed after the game for Falkirk. John McGlynn said, said it as well. He said, "I think me and Billy Dodds said it as well. Me and Billy Dodds would probably agree. We'd have rather." Because they'll, fa- they'll fancy mm. their chances mm. against each other, it's a, and to get to the final, and then they've got nothing to lose. Mm. It's success yeah. for them. Yeah, and Play- players playing at a national cup final, it doesn't come about every day of the week. Yeah, but how heartbreaking it would be to lose at the semis and, and missing out. Always in the semis. Always in the semis. But this gives them the best chance to get to the final. And the the talk last night, and it it will peak for a couple of days, then it will simply have to go in the back burner. But it'll always be there because we've got a while to go before the semi-final um, Simon but talk about you know as, <clears throat> as Ryan said they're tr- from Rangers trying to make up for the last one trying to perhaps answer this the question about you know about pressure as well I think most of the callers and the pundits last night were saying you know well, clearly the situation is it's a bit it's more vital that Rangers win it because they, uh, they can't end the season trophyless and yeah. all that sort of stuff <clears throat> but Celtic I'm sure will be equally as focused on, on trying to chase down a treble yeah uh, both have got huge things to play for. I would say, yeah, Rangers. It's looking like their only chance of silverware. But again, Celtic will not say it publicly, but they'll be looking for the treble. And I think if I'm a Rangers player, I want this game to come round quite quickly after the last game at Hamden, because as Ryan touched on there, I think Rangers fans' uh, complaint was the team selection. I thought Celtic deserved it on the day without. Performing at their best So If I was a Rangers player I'd, I'd want this mm-hmm. game quickly So it's, it's an opportunity For them to go and try and Reprieve Or, or, or take something From the last game and, and, and gain revenge On Celtic But I think it's a big game For both teams Yeah and I definitely believe The Rangers players That they can do so Like Simon's saying Kind of right in the wrongs uh, from from the last game and you know it comes around at the end of April yeah. that game is So Everyone will be chomping At the bit to be playing In that game And Michael Beal Would have learnt a lot as well um, you know, as a manager, obviously he would evolve from the last time and playing against Celtic and probably come up with a different game plan. And as as uh, Ryan's been saying, probably changed the midfield about a bit as well. But again, for me, it's a 50-50 game. I know that people are talking about the gap and all this stuff. I get it in the league table, there's a gap. But I still think on any given day, I would, I'm not surprised if either of them beat each other. Um, and I won't be at the semi-final either. And the, the beauty of it is, they do meet in the league before then So there is the chance for this conversation To be completely different Yeah. If Rangers go and turn Celtic over at Celtic Park It is at Celtic Park isn't it? It's at Celtic Park yeah Then the, the feeling is much different And of course the possibility Celtic, remains If Rangers Celtic, get to turn Celtic over at Celtic Park The league becomes You yeah. know again So um, they're, and, they're big games And of course Celtic have had their way with Rangers at Celtic Park On a couple of occasions recently So if that happens again yeah. You end up going into the semi-final If you're a Rangers fan Absolutely dreading it So it's going to be a fascinating build-up Six times they'll meet this season Yeah I heard you saying that last night on the show uh, Listen these are the big ones that they all want to play in The next one's at Celtic Park Where you would think Celtic will have the advantage of home territory and it, it does it, it will influence What happens at the end of the month You know Depending on what happens In this game So really interesting um, 0141 Pick up the phone Please Kevin's in Castle Milk What's your point tonight Kevin? How you doing lads? Good thank you How are you? Not bad My point is I'm actually quite glad um, That the two Japanese boys Haven't made the squad We've got a lot of Important games coming up 
and with Kyogo carrying that niggly kind of shoulder injury, the last thing we would have needed is for him to go away on international duty, no play, end up getting injured, some freak injury at training, um, and it could have put him out for the rest of the season. So I'm glad that they're staying here. Yeah, do you think, does there ever become a point where you would sort of be annoyed for them or, or want them to go and play, want them to get that exposure Experience all the stuff that's you know, I don't know if you heard it. Simon was talking earlier about how you know, playing for your country can actually make you a better player for you know, for your club. Is it just right now that you're happy? I mean, if they were to continue to be overlooked for squads, would that annoy you? Or listen, I, I think um, the two other times will come. Hatati's the best midfielder in Scotland by a country mile, and he's still young. His time for the international scene will come. Kyogo, all he can do is keep scoring. If he doesn't get picked, then I would like us to look at the guy who's playing in front of him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good point. <clears throat> and Ange Postecoglou likes his Japanese football. So why not? Yeah, just sign make, that guy. Makes sense, Kevin, the scout then. <laughs> exactly that. Glass half full kind of guy. Um, no, listen, I understand what, what Kevin's saying. I think as a football fan, you'd always prefer your players, especially your big players, to, to stay. We are speaking more of a personal level, weren't we? Especially mm-hmm. Simon, who's, who's experienced it himself. But no, definitely as a football fan, you want them to stay here. But they're, they're, again, you know, as I said, there'll be that slight disappointment yeah. within them. I wonder, I don't know then, is this, is this, a, is this a big club, small <clears throat> club thing? I, I don't know, because if you allow me my personal biases, mm-hmm. I, that like, would never cross my mind if... And yeah, I, I hear you all laughing. I know not many Motherwell players get called up to international football. Fine, whatever. Um, you know, but Stephen O'Donnell did yeah. um, many times, and, and there are others, and, and it genuinely would not cross my mind about injuries or whatever. It would always be like, well, this is good because it's going to boost their profile, and yeah. they might be better players. I think the difference is, like you're saying, without being disrespectful, probably only Celtic and Rangers are actually aiming to win things or in the race yeah. to kind of so win it's all things meaningless it's games of... at the end of the season for a team like yeah, no, no, no I'm not saying that I'm just saying you're more delighted the Celtic mm. Rangers you know plenty of international players have came through there and they have currently mm. in their squad so they look at it slightly differently I, I was the same listen if a Hibs player got called up to an international team you're absolutely delighted for I played with John McGinn and he was getting called up and you're absolutely buzzing for your teammate but if I'm a Celtic player I'm probably thinking right Kyogo's not Kyogo's staying Hatate's doing the same puts us in a better place mm. Spoiled yeah. Listen, That's think, what it is You're spoiled I think Kevin Ke- Kevin's came on and said That he's not entirely fussed But I think Still Kevin would Look at the likes of Mayeda and Moy At the World Cup Where we kind of Sense of pride Because they're Celtic players Sure You know so it's, it's a balance Between the two But I agree with him there I think their time will come I think Hitati keeps improving It'll be impossible to Ignore him mm. And Kyogo's sitting on 26 goals he'll surpa- If he stays fit He'll surpass 30 goals this season I don't think that can be ignored either The the comment there about You know the, the, the Japan manager made Kevin about this the, the standard of the league Is that something you Pay much attention to? Nah See everybody seems to have a pop At the Scottish game um, They don't actually know how hard it is Until they come up here You hear all the English players That come up here um, Before they come up They'll have their wee fly dig But then when they come up some of them can't hack it. Look at Joey Barton. He was going to come up here and boss Scott Brown. He went back down the road with his tail between his legs quicker than you could say Celtic are the champions. So it's, it doesn't bother me what people say. Um, 
Some people come up here and fall in love with it and we adopt them. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> can't yeah, get exactly. Of can't get rid of me. Um, <laughs> thank you very much to Kevin and Castle Milk. 01419511025. Why not give us a call right now and we'll try and get you on next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 01419511025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly are here It's 01419511025 And you can tweet the show at Clyde SSB So please do get in touch uh, tonight Grant McIver McIver, I know sometimes the pronunciation's a bit different Forgive me Grant, I'll just hedge my bets and say both uh, In the Champions League era This is your full-time teaser So Grant oh, no. Grant has sent it into full-time At Clyde1.com um, Grant says In the Champions League era 10 goalkeepers Have kept a clean sheet For a Scottish club Can you name them? So in the Champions League era 10 goalkeepers Have kept a clean sheet For a Scottish club He says it's the group stage onwards So not the um, Not the sort of qualification rounds Dave If Marshall. that makes sense Dave Marshall. Uh, Yes Against <laughs> Just out of curiosity No that wasn't the Champions League McGregor uh, Shakhtar Apparently it was right. Shakhtar Donetsk um, Right hold on Let me write that down Just to keep note okay, It's not like you two To fly in with some correct answers So <laughs> I'm stunned Caught you unaware Wow Absolutely stunned um, It's an easy question though Thanks to uh, Grant for sending it Can you name In the Champions League era 10 goalkeepers Who've kept a clean sheet For a Scottish club Group stage onward So you've gone David Marshall You're giving me McGregor Yes he did it Against Bursa Spore Let's tell you that I'm sure you were I'll take one more guess To maybe kick us off Oh, oh You've gone early Both of you uh, I'll go for it early uh, Alright I'll, like, I'll give you Things Fraser Foster Yes Against Benfica A nil nil draw Wow Alright we'll leave Sorry you're heavy You're on my back mate I'm carrying you again <laughs> Uh, the Leipzig keeper doesn't need to worry about keeping clean sheets, does he? <laughs> I mean, honestly. Jeez. What about, I know we don't always talk <clears throat> about that sort of stuff, but how can you not at least give a passing mention to a guy that scores five goals in one Champions League game? What was it within 35 minutes? Yeah, a 35 minute spell? Frightening. Honestly. See if you can make a player on like a football game. That's him, isn't it? Like, it's unreal watching it. Like Ivan Drago of football. Yeah, absolutely frightening. So young as well, is he 22? Can you, can you believe he was getting a wee bit of stick about two or three weeks ago? Man City are worse off with him and stuff like that. <laughs> like, how? Uh, like, how? Possibly. Uh, oh, what is man. It, what is it again? What's the number for the season? 39? 30, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was getting a bit of stick. Oh, Champions League's rubbish though. It's not mm. a very good standard. And here's the thing. <clears throat> He's in Scotland's group for the Euro qualifiers. Mm. I honestly don't think enough... Has been made of this Genuinely right? I know people Pointed it out at the time But what sort of Footballing god out there Allows <laughs> Allows Scotland to improve To a level Where they're the second Seeded team In a group right We've not been there in ages Yeah The second seeded team And below that We have to face That freak And The best player in Serie A I uh, don't the Georgian fella Because his name oh, yeah. Is, yeah. is difficult You're not going to pronounce it Chvarach Kela Something like that is it? Something along those lines What a difficult So we've got him as well Yes From the pots yeah. below it's, it's typical Scotland Where is the justice In this world It's going to be tough isn't it Let's put but what is Get to enjoy him though Get to enjoy that? watching oh, him Yeah it's easy for you to say You're yeah. just the adopted Nah I'm going to wear my kilt I'm going to put all of my hands Over the, <laughs> the eyes 
But seriously, nah, we'll both of them in the group and the teams that are seeded below you. That's what you're gonna do, play against the best. Hope you can produce some more players. They're seeded below us for a reason. Exactly. There's a reason they're down there, Gordon. Try I don't, and I don't think that. he's a prolific for Norway. Oh good. Aye. Well, yeah. That helps. We'll just get the four <laughs> goals. Doesn't get the ball. <laughs> Famous last words. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to see him play, by the way. It'll be <clears throat> yeah, you wouldn't be, would you, without your Man City pals, but still, I mean, come on. Oh, honestly. It's gonna be be good though we can we can handle him he's not come up against Grant Hanley or Ryan Portis that's, exactly. the, way, that's the way I look at it that's, that's exactly it so you're starting um, those two are you wow it was just the first names that came yeah. to my head to be quite <laughs> honest uh, anyway thanks again to Grant for sending that teaser in so it's full time at Clyde1.com we'll keep that bubbling away between now and the end of the show uh, if you want to submit your questions for future use please do you know what I'm noticing a lot at the moment must be in a run of good questions as soon as the show finishes or the next morning I'm getting somebody in the DMs saying oh, go and send me the answers because the boys at work are trying it the boys in the van and the, Andy Halliday passes them around the Hearts dressing room <laughs> you could do that a bit of team bonding down at Queen of the South yeah I'll give that a go all the players would be better than you at it so that would be the do you think yeah I think I'm quite good I'd be Better than my co-pundit tonight. That's for sure. We've got a couple. Of we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there between nice. now and the end of the show. I'm certain of it. Who would have thought that players not being called up for Japan would have such a dominant impact on the show? But here we are. Tam is in Inverness. Take it away, Tam. How you doing? Are you alright, boys? Good, good. How are you? Uh, listen, um, I, I've just been thinking about this, and uh, I think uh, Kyogo will be better for it. But I'll tell you, he's got a shoulder a wee bit of the responsibility for this because. He should have scored three or four goals in our Champions League campaign. And see if he did. Do you think he would have been in that, that Japan squad? Because I do. For the World Cup? Yeah, for, the, well, for these games. For these games? Uh, possibly. Possibly. I think I think he, did, he, did, he did have a couple of chances in, in the Champions League. I think Celtic. Yeah. You know, uh, missed a few chances. I think that. And I killed him in the end, you know, creating chances and not taking him at that level. But uh, maybe, maybe, but go back to the caliber of goal that he scores and the movement. Mm-hmm. To I be fair, I can see it, Tam's it, point, but yeah, it would obviously boost his chances, Marvin. I'm kind of glad that Maeda missed one against Real Madrid. Though. Yeah. I was about to say, to <laughs> yeah. say just that, after right. the break. No, I, I, I'm glad just for sort of balance because Tam's a Celtic fan, yeah. Right? Yeah. and he's brought that up because I wouldn't want it to come across that. We all think that Hatati and Kyogo are, are perfect in the finished mm-hmm. article and it is, it is unbelievable that, that they've not been called up because they might they, they might internally just think okay that's fine I can actually do a bit more I need to add a bit more to my game that might be the yeah. case and Kyogo's case would be stronger take Simon's point he's got mm-hmm. a strong case already he's scoring a lot of goals Obviously it would be stronger If he'd scored a couple In the Champions League Yeah I think their mindset Will be that You know maybe I can do A little bit more um, You know but Again he's still getting In these positions to To miss these chances It sounds silly But you know Strikers still yeah. getting In the right position So and he's doing that At Champions League level So I get what Tam is saying Definitely if he puts him In the back of the net mm. You know his case is A lot stronger But then on the flip side Of that he's saying You're probably getting One or two chances In the Champions League And his movement's still Getting him into these positions So there's still a positive to come from it but no listen like you said Tam is a Celtic fan he makes an extremely good point about you know if he does score them then you know maybe it's a slightly different argument I don't think it would have made any difference personally I just don't think he would have put them in because no no th- th- those comments like no I just I just don't Um, I t- you do Tam I take it so do you feel with uh, the comments what? that you can't change the, this guy's mind no I, 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 goes I, 40. no 
I, I don't think no matter how many goals he scores and mm. he's going to get in there. I think because Maida, the way he is and the way he plays the game, he's yeah. such a, you know, there's a rare profile that he has. I just think that's the reason he's in there. What do you think, Tom? I think um, if Kyogre takes these chances, then we progress in the Champions League and that bigs our league up even more. I mean, I know this is Ange Postagoglu's first season at the Champions League and I think he will make improvements, but your, your other previous caller there that was saying he's never seen the standard so low. By the way, um, I was in the, the army uh, in the 90s, you know, and uh, Rangers were running never. And when Martin O'Neill came in, that, that was absolutely brilliant. But I'll tell you, I've never seen a Celtic team, and neither has any of the rest of the league. I've never seen a Celtic team attack like this and keep on going. For 95 minutes I, I, I've never seen it and, and and that's how People are thinking Oh they won 5-1 Oh they, they're they all over them they, they don't They just don't As they say As Ange says They don't stop They just keep on going I mean even Brendan Rodgers In his Invincible season I mean We got 2 nothing up They were just passing about In their own half But not this manager he, he demands that they go forward And and that's what's Not bringing our league down That's what makes outsiders think That it isn't very good Because Celtic have got 85% possession It's because they can't get it off them So you think they've raised, Celtic have raised their bar Rather than the other teams Dramatically you know, Lowering their standards I don't think I, I, There's no doubt about that I know Hibs and Hearts and Aberdeen have had their problems, but when you're coming up against an Ange Postgoggle team, as I say, they don't stop and they just keep on going. There's no rest periods. There's nothing like that. They they just want to score from the first minute to then. And I've never never seen that with a Celtic team before. Never. Simon, you've seen a lot of Celtic teams. You've been part of them. Is that something you recognise? Yeah, it's a fair point Tam's making. This is a, a team where... Since Ange came in And I go back to last year When I think they won back to back 6-0s at Celtic Park And I've seen him out He's dug out At 6-0 Pushing Celtic to go and get the 7th goal And I love the attitude And it's not it's not changed In the, in the year and a half For the two seasons that he's been here They go out And they attack from the first minute And try and score And entertain And they're exciting to watch You can go back years and Argues I, I touched on earlier on Somebody said to me he reckons it was the strongest squad That he's seen in his time He's about my age So it's a, it's, it's a fair statement I'm not entirely sure if I agree with it Because I say Martin O'Neill's squad was strong I played with some good players But I think Martin O'Neill's squad was very strong too It's hard to kind of mm. compare that over years But what I will say for Angie's team Since he's come in the door at Celtic it's exciting, it's fast, it's full of energy, it's full of goals. It, it's, it's really good to watch. Yeah, and you know, the eight or nine years I've been here, obviously. Well, I was <laughs> going to say, because as, you've, yeah. you've played in this time, more recent times, yeah. so how do you feel about I, it? I think this is the best team. I think definitely the way they go forward. Um, you know, I really enjoyed the Rangers team under <clears> Gerrard. I think the season before they actually won the league and, you know, the rotations and all that sort of stuff with them. But I think as an attacking team... Um, I think the Celtic team is, is the best that, that I've seen since mm. I've been up here. I think so, I think Tam makes a good point as well because Brendan Rodgers' team would get to two, maybe three, and then it would they, mm. they would take a. They wouldn't embarrass you, would they? Yeah, they would keep it. This team, and this is what I like. This is the way I 
I believe football mm-hmm. should be played mm-hmm. Go and go for the jugular Entertain Score as many goals as you can Speaking of different eras Have you seen this? 25 oh. years to the day Marvin Bartley Celtic 1 Black and Marv, white Dundee Talk United 1 25 years to the day What about this for a finish From the man To your right I noticed it popping up on Twitter Video type. Nice. Earlier on Simon Dornley 25 years to the day <laughs> That was a cross Definitely Back Outside across the face of, the of it That was tremendous by the way Wow We only, but, we only do one each Right enough Really? What year was ah, that? C standard was, was it's not lower. That far. 1997. <laughs> not a chance. 97. <laughs> That's 25 years ago. Uh, 98. 98. Eight, yeah. Was it? 25 years ago. Famous wow. season. How old are you then, Si? Uh, 40. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much to Tam from Inverness. This is interesting because Paul is on the line, and I think actually, Paul, your point might kind of feed in perfectly to. To this talk about different standards and gaps and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, well, I, I hope the boy Brian, I'm calling him the life of Brian. I hope, I hope he doesn't win the comedy club tickets in the in the restaurant <laughs> to Glasgow because he'll be he'll be saying that uh, comedy is not where it should be and uh, Andy McCartney's restaurants are where you should should be. But anyway, quick plug there for Andy. But uh, no, I mean absolutely. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think and I'm got, my, my, my Celtic supporting friends keep saying don't don't be careful what you wish for but I think the biggest thing is the, 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 the five sub rule in terms of the disparity between Celtic and Rangers and other squads but I'm going to rhyme off four or five good news stories to you the Darvel guy the, 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 the pie guy down there Dave Cormack trying to get games on on a Saturday night um, Wally Hawkey Recruiting the AZ Altmar guy at Queen's Park. Um, who was the other one? Um, the United guys, the American ownership's not going well. The, your own Alan Burroughs and the job he's done at Motherwell. I, mean, I think Scottish football is in absolutely fantastic health and, and it's feeding through into the, the national team. So I think he's maybe hurting a little bit the, uh, the, the, the pedestal that, that Posta Coglu, which maybe there's a new phrase for you, Posta Coglu's pedestal. Um, is just it's, it's totally it's totally warranted. I mean, um, Celtic held Real Madrid for seventy minutes. As a man said, the if Kyogo puts his chances away, I could go on. But you know, the wider point is there's loads of good news stories. And secondly, the five sub rule is is in my mind a little bit unfair to the, yeah. to the lesser teams. I'm interested in that one because good point. You, you, <laughs> We'll never know. I, I don't know if it would be as devastating if you took it away, but you can't really argue that you know. I think they voted for it though. Exactly, and you just wonder now if if they would regret that. Celtic, the Ange Postecoglou era is sort of kicking yeah. off at a time when you can make five subs, and yeah. it, it certainly has a good point. The issue. It, it really is a good point Paul makes there, and and that maybe goes back to the person earlier the week saying about the squad because more of the squads getting used game to game, and it's definitely a theme. In Celtic's armoury Where You know They get to that 60-65 And they can bring Three, four, five players yeah. on And the, the levels don't drop Yeah You know You can From midfield to front You can probably replace The six I s- And the levels don't drop I guess it would probably be What would the thought process have been Right it, it does give Celtic and Rangers an advantage But 
Everyone always says that your season isn't defined against them anyway And if you're Motherwell against St Mirren Or you're Livy against Ross County Then you, you want to make your five subs as well So that's presumably why they've they've voted for it But certainly on those head-to-head days It's so striking, isn't it? Yeah, it's massively striking um, You know, and listen Ange's built his squad knowing that, that they were the rules kind of thing So, you know, Rangers will be the same Building a bigger squad Aberdeen, etc I, I don't understand why Say the lesser clubs Teams outside of Celtic and Rangers Voted for it, if I'm honest you know, it didn't make much sense to me. I would have I've been against it. But listen, the rule is the rule. It allows, as, as Simon said there, Ange to freshen up his his team. You know, Rangers do the same thing. And listen, it makes a better football. It really does. You know, bringing on those five players full of energy, wanting to score more goals because you get onto the pitch, you want to impact it in a positive way. So I, I'm all for it, if I'm honest. Mm, tell that to the fans of the other teams. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Paul. I think that was a really good point, though, Paul. Uh, it's an interesting one. We'll keep an eye on the. Uh, some of the other good feel-good stories that you brought up. That was Paul uh, from Carluke. How are you two doing on this what? teaser tonight? We're Orange. looking for, in the Champions League era, 10 goalies have kept a clean sheet in the group stages onwards for a Scottish club. You've given me Forster, Marshall and McGregor. Boric. Did it against Alborg was the last time, I think. Yep. I've got no more. I've been Craig, caught up in the callers. Craig Gordon. Yeah, Anderlecht, 3-0 away. I think that was, wasn't it? Yep. Come on, big man. Okay, I'll give you some more thinking time. We'll get the rest of the answers next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly. Uh, right, the full-time teaser. I've got to come clean about something, right? No, 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 no. It's not one of them. Don't worry. It's not, I'm not going to add on loads of answers. Nothing like that. But Grant sent you a question tonight. Grant's question says In the Champions League era 10 goalkeepers have kept a clean sheet For a Scottish club From the group stages onwards And it's all pretty good You know we checked They checked the names And they all Stand up So we actually did do a bit of homework on it The only problem is What none of us realised Grant might have said 10 But there's only 9 on his list <laughs> So it's an even easier it's, like, it's better that Than us having to add Over Mystery names there. on Of course So yeah. you've given me Fraser Forster Did it against Benfica uh, way back in 2012 You've given me David Marshall Shakhtar Donetsk You've given me Alan McGregor Against Bursaspor Arthur Boric You don't need to tell me The opponent by the way <laughs> And uh, Craig Gordon Was the most recent I think 2017 Against Anderlecht uh, A great 3-0 victory He was the most recent um, Yeah Yeah What to say Well put it this way The team's Took a bit of a break From the Champions League yeah, And in both. case you hadn't noticed <clears throat> There were no clean sheets Yeah um, This season Yeah uh, how far back are we going? Well, the Champions League era is what the question says, so it could be anywhere across that. Is there anything really far back? There is one in particular that goes goes to the the far reaches of the Champions League era. <laughs> but with that, I think that that will help you really. Help who? Well, both of Andy you. Gorham. Yes, there we are. Andy Gorham. I was just about to explain it, you know, because if you're talking early. Champions League It's more likely to have been yeah. Rangers And in terms of Rangers goalies At that time Well yeah. There's one standout Andy Gordon Which that means You've only got Is it Three Well three. depending on what, How many you're going to add Gordon uh, we, <laughs> we think it's three <laughs> Between now and the end of the show So I'll give you some uh, Some more time More clues <laughs> Forget the time More clues Possibly Oh it got so tense On the The, te- the teaser last, last week Last night 
Um, yeah, last night's was good as well. Really was good for the caps. Last it was week. tough. Did you hear that? Yeah. So you'll have missed this because you were away sunning yourself or whatever. <laughs> and but I know you're sure. a big golf fan. Yeah. I know you're not, but I know. You I know are, where that place and, was. And though. I know your partner is a, a big golf fan, so this speaks volumes. Someone, a, a, a journalist who's heading off to Augusta, right. the Masters, sent the question in. Right. And the deal was that if they could get all four without clues, they were get Wilson and DL were getting Augusta caps brought back. I thought you were going to see an invite. Oh, <laughs> behave, come on. And um, and they got three, squished right. it, and they just couldn't, couldn't quite. They it. needed a clue for the fourth, so they're done. Yeah. They just need to. Yeah, you better bring the caps back. They just need to settle for their memorabilia from elsewhere. Yes, exactly. serves them right actually. I've got some memorabilia. I've got like a from Augusta. Put, yeah, what's the thing you put next to the ball? A ball marker. Yeah. What use is that to you? The well, thing you put beside the ball. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? What you, is it to me? Heads or tails with it? Honestly, you got the driving range. Something you don't, you don't need a ball marker. A coin. I've got a, a t-shirt. <laughs> do you? Yeah. And a towel. Spoiled rotten. Huh? Ely was there. Yeah. Is she going this year? I actually don't know. You don't know. It's like nah. next month. Oh, I'll look at the calendar next week and see. Like the holy grail of Mel out with the old so course. You, that pain. Does that not pain you? Because you're a golf fan. This. Well, I'm going to take it wasted on him. Disinterested. It's wasted on him. What do you do with your Augusta towel? Does it get used? Does no, it's just... just it's just there. <laughs> it's for my obviously for my golf bag, so I'm not been out on the course yet. <laughs> your t-shirt. How bad's that going to be that when he plays his first <laughs> ever ever game of golf, he wears an Augusta, Augusta. t-shirt, yeah. ball marker, and to ah, oh, you're spoiled, Ron. Anyway. <laughs> uh, that, that, we went off on a bit of a tangent <clears> there. There are no prizes other than pride on the beat the pundit uh, on the full time <laughs> teaser circuit. Tonight, so that's what you've got to to look forward to. Look, sometimes in the in middle of the week, it can kind of get a little bit quiet. I don't think there are many stories from today in Scottish football that we've neglected. The one thing I would say, the one manager that spoke today would be Barry Robson, saying all the, the sort of usual things about keeping his focus in the team amid the search for the new manager. Um, says he's just been he's. He's not been thinking about long term because he's going game to game. Mm-hmm. You, you would expect some of that stuff, and the clubs made it clear they're going to take their time. You can imagine me and preparing this week and not really chatting to the board about that stuff. So the Aberdeen one's interesting because usually I feel like now we're very impatient. Managerial appointments seem to be getting made quicker and quicker, but yeah. that's not the case there. Yeah, and I thought with kind of the time that's gone past that they would have maybe said that he's going to have it to the end of the season because, you know, it's, it's gone on a little bit. Um, I didn't actually know that they were still searching for manager because I always thought he would at some point be confirmed as the interim until the end of the season. But as you said, that's what he can do, isn't it? Day to day, game to game. Obviously, you know, he said that he wants the job. Um, there'll be plenty of people that want that job because it's it's a big club and, and a very good job. But at this moment in time, he's doing well, got them back into the top six. Um, and, you know, they're trying to catch hearts rather than looking over their shoulder at St Mirren. Yeah, is that part of it, Simon? That you know, is going fine. If the if the interim period's a disaster, you might be thinking, "Oh, we need we need to fix this," um, or you've got someone that's a real stopgap, or maybe even it's it's you know exacerbated more when you're down the bottom of the league. Can mm. um, you understand Aberdeen taking time? Yeah, I think it's refreshing as well as you say. We're used to <clears throat> knee-jerk reactions and quick decisions in football. Have gave Barry the chance to come in. He's moving in the right direction. I'm looking at the fixtures here. Big game at the weekend at home to Hearts. But yeah, if he keeps going well, you know, he will be well in the run for that job. Yeah, some big fixtures at the weekend. I mean, it is only Wednesday night. It's maybe a bit early to give them the full attention, but considering we're at the end of the show, I'm sure a, a passing glance won't harm anyone, Marvin. What a way to come back after a, a break, if you like, for the Scottish Cup, because it's 
obviously the stage of the cup where the break's significant because there are no Premiership games. Yeah, no, there weren't last week, and what a what a weekend it's going to be. Yeah, it's a brilliant card, like you said. You know, with, with all the teams playing on on a Saturday as well, absolutely fantastic. Starting with the Motherwell v uh, Rangers game and Celtic Hibs as well. You know, I think I wonder if Hibs are going to go at them again because they did it against Rangers. Obviously, you know, got picked off. I think it was four one in the end. But going to Celtic Park and having those same sort of tactics, uh, <laughs> it's a very very different kettle of fish. But I think the Hibs fans demand it. And that's probably the worry for mm. Lee Johnson, you know, try, try and find a happy medium. But if you go to Celtic and concede early, you're in massive, massive mm. trouble. But I don't think they can go there and, and sit behind the ball, if I'm honest. I actually, it reminds me this time last week, we were building up to to those fixtures. Mm-hmm. Was that two weeks ago? No, two weeks ago. Oh my goodness. It seems yeah, like Simon a, was away. Long time. Um, and, and I asked <laughs> you specifically on that. I mean, if you're Hibs, right, you've got all these, you've got all this confidence and all this momentum and you're at home and you, you want to do the right thing, but you've also... Like actually heard Michael Beale publicly say that you hope Hibs come out against you, and Very then you go and do it, and then and then Rangers wipe the floor because of this gap. Yeah. Very clever and though, because Hibs I, fans demand that. You know, I've been there. They, they don't. If it's Celtic Rangers, they want to go and attack, and a lot of them do say they'd rather lose trying to attack yeah. than sit behind the ball, especially at home. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. You know, watch the, the the game with Aberdeen just after the World Cup. Yeah, sitting in at home against Celtic. Yeah. And McGregor scores. Do you think maybe different this weekend but with it being in Glasgow? I, I think they've only got one way of going, and that's yeah. what the fans want to see. They want to see them go and attack. Listen, if we lose, we lose. Let's be honest, sitting behind the ball against Celtic doesn't guarantee you anything. Mm. I'm going to ruin your night here. Oh, it's only eight. No, there's ten. There's oh, ten. Back what's up going ten on, on here? Uh, I, I think, well, clearly Grant knew there was ten and he just forgot to put them all down. give you nine? We give you nine uh, so looking the ten. For a couple of other goalies <laughs> who've kept a clean sheet for a Scottish club in the Champions League. I mean, they're, some of them pretty well known. Right, start with Rangers. You're going to need clues. You no, two. no yeah. way. Hurry I remember up, a goalkeeper. Like, How long have I got? Oh, I need to speak to Simon look, quickly. You look as if you know. Yeah, uh, was he German? Yes, Klaus. Yes, good. Right, okay, oh, see, excellent. Just set it up now. Finish it. There you go. So is that three to get? Well, it depends. I don't know what game we're playing. <laughs> I don't know how many three. there is. I think it's three. Um, and the three again. One Rangers, two Celtic. I think you should get definitely one of the Celtic ones, Simon. I must say. Ooh. Right, so what about Martin O'Neill's era? Rob Douglas? Yes. He'll not forgive you Big for Rab. missing that one Sorry, out. Sorry, Rob, if you're listening. Now, similar era, but again, didn't play as often, but did keep a Champions League clean sheet. Celtic. Mm hmm. It was, if, if this is in any uh, way going to help you. The boy came for Dundee? No. Did a couple of times, actually. No, 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 no. Played down south. Swedish Hedman Magnus Hedman Oh He was at Coventry wasn't he Yeah he was He was So one Rangers to go Yeah and it's It's probably the toughest He did it against Art Media In 2005 Nationality Dutch uh, Mars before me Vateris Vateris Yes oh, There we go Ronald I've never Vateris. heard of him Are you coming to the table That's, Why did I set you up Three, three years ago <laughs> You got an assist. Yeah, exactly. Course. You get some move. You're the striker. Perfect. <laughs> thank you, Simon Donnelly and Marvin Bartley. And thank you for your calls tonight. The winner of the tickets to the Comedy Festival is Ryan, I believe. Ryan from Falkirk. Well done, Ryan. Enjoy your night on us. We'll do that again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tweeting. Thanks for all the other calls. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson back tomorrow. And Callum Gallagher up next. <laughs>